Everyday Conversations, a podcast by the Gospel Coalition Australia. Following Jesus is a whole of life pursuit. As friends talk and share and learn and ask, we pray that you would be encouraged to think deeply. Excellent. Well, it's great to meet you, Sherry. We go back a good 60 seconds, maybe two minutes now. <laughs> um, but, uh, it's been uh, good. Glenn, <laughs> uh, Glenn Coombs is my name. I'm the current Interim State Director for Scripture Union in New South Wales. I've been on the, the SGU New South Wales staff team for 23 years and, and 10 years as a volunteer before that. I've had various different roles, but uh, certainly in recent uh, recent years, we've had a real resurgence in our camps ministry, which I'm, I'm keen to share with you. That's fantastic, isn't it? That's been really exciting, Glenn. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I'm, I'm Gary Hill. Uh, good to catch up with you both. Uh, I've had connections with you both over a number of years, which is fantastic. Um, but for those who don't know me, I'm the CEO of Crew uh, in Australia. I came to faith on a Christian camp when I was in my last year of school, uh, which was uh, very pivotal. Uh, and it was a good change because most of my camps before that had been disasters. Well, that's, that's in what way? <laughs> oh, I used to get sick all the time and had to go home, and you know, all the sort of all, all the sort of things that sort of went went awry. But um, so it's quite kind of amusing, I think, now that I'm in an organisation that organises camps for lots and lots and lots and lots of kids all the time. Do you fake those sicknesses? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think they're genuine. I think they're genuine. I think I think at least one of them there were too many lollies that my parents packed or that <laughs> my friends brought along and they may have contributed to the to the process. But uh, anyway, there we go. But uh, yeah, chatting a bit about camps. How how long have you been involved in camps, Glenn? Uh, well, in terms of SU camps, it's interesting. I've only personally been involved in, in SU camps as a camp director for about eight years with, with SU camps. My, my introduction to Scripture Union has been through uh, SUFM, or many, many people who know as Beach Missions. And SU, in New South Wales at least, is, is more known, for, I think, for its Beach Missions or its ICF groups in schools, um, even though we have had a long history of, uh, of camping. Our longest camp is a camp called Camp... Conqueror that's been going to um, just under 60 years that wow. uh, the kids go down the, down the butterwings yeah. uh, they sleep out in uh, you know they, 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 they sleep out under the stars for three nights four days they live on dehydrated peas or something or other you know <laughs> 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 but um, you know so actually cancer has been around for a long time but it's just really as I mentioned earlier Gary in recent years we've had this kind of resurgence yeah yeah, yeah. what's triggered that do you reckon Glenn? 
Well, that's a, that is actually a, that is actually a great question. Um, I think that, um, you know, what we've realized is, is that, is that there's a, there are actually a lot of people out there, you know, uh, who have got a special interest, you know, who love the Lord. And we've been, we've been really developing our camps in recent years around those sorts of interests. I mean, um, you know, we've been doing, you know, sheep shearing camps and cricket camps and bike camps for, for some years. Mm. However, I've just been kind of, Lord, you know, just bring people across our path who love you and have got a passion for you. In fact, when I was on beach mission a couple of years ago, my particular beach mission team used to have the afternoon off. And because I wasn't with my family at the time, I used to go and visit two other beach missions and say, look, guys, have you heard about SU camps? And they go, oh, SU, do they do camps? And then so I got to share, share with them. And then I'd say, look, if anybody's got a camp dream, come and talk to me because, you know, we've got some systems in place. We'd like to get behind it. Well, on one particular occasion, just a couple of years ago, two young lads walked towards me and said, we've got a dream. We've got a dream. We want to start a board games camp. Mm. Now, for someone my age, I'm thinking, which kids want to sit around, <laughs> you know, for, for a couple of days playing snakes and ladders? But, you know, a lot of things I had to learn um, that board games now aren't the board games that you and I played, Gary, when we were yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so I think that uh, that's been part of it. God's been just bringing people out to any way miss, and we've been really working at being able to support them. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what about your background, Sherry, in camps? What 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 did you do as a kid? So I didn't do ki uh, camps as a kid yep. until I was in later high school. So actually, growing up, um, a whole heap of my friends went to Triple M, which is a scripture union camp, isn't it? And they had amazing time on that and um, all found, you know, their, their husbands and wives on those camps. But it wasn't until I got involved with crew and I went on um, a leadership camp and then um, study camp. And they were life-changing experiences for me. And I really feel sad that I missed out on those as a kid. Um, so I then worked for crew and um, as a fellow, so running camps all year long, which is exhausting. And I think I really um, resonate with the idea that camp, running camp is hard work. And so I think I understand why a lot of people are over them because it's such hard work. Um, but I think it's invaluable. So I haven't really had um, a massively long uh, experience with camps, but it's been formative. What about you, Gary? So you went on camps as a kid. I had, then, a, I and had yeah, so I went on some school camps, which, which were typically when I got sick. Um, but then I had a mate who was a Christian, is a Christian, and who invited me on camps with him in the holidays. And I started going on those probably year seven, year eight, something like that. And, and each year we'd go on one or two camps like that, with different places, different groups, different times. And uh, always enjoyed them, always found them interesting. And, but then on one of the camps, uh, my last year of school, very last one I could have gone on in a sense as a, as a school kid, uh, that's where the Holy Spirit took hold of me and mm. convicted me of sin and convicted me of, of the, my need for a saviour and that Jesus was that saviour. And uh, that was dramatic. Yeah, and, and remarkable. And isn't that story, you know, isn't it often the, the way when we turn off the devices, when we get out, when we're sort of sitting around the campfire, when we're interacting with leaders who love Jesus and we see something different, uh, you know, we get into the word and, um, you know, all of a sudden with the distractions are taken off in that sort of intentional short-term community. Beautiful testimonies like yours, Gary, yeah. you know, are still yeah. happening to this day. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think yep. I remember... Um, 
reading from the National Church Life Survey, uh, I think it was a 2016 one. You know, the National Church Life Survey on the Sunday interview all the people or survey all the people in the churches. Yeah. And 11% of the adult Christians had said that they'd come to faith mm. on either a Christian camp or conference. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's amazing. It's huge. Like heaps of, like, I, I think the follow-up research was that only 75% of people had ever been on a Christian camp or conference. Mm-hmm. And yet, you know, had such an impact on the way through. Do, mm. do you reckon, is it about, is it about getting away from normal? Is, is that the big piece or what, what, what is it? I reckon there is so much. Like, I kind of, it sounds really crude, but I, I feel like you get amazing bang for your buck with a camp. Like, I think it's total win-win. So I'm studying at the moment, and one of the things, we were just doing Acts, and we're looking at how, um, you know, Paul, when he goes and does his different sermons, it's totally the Holy Spirit who does the changing. Mm-hmm. But you look at how much work and effort he puts into understanding the people that he's sharing the gospel with. And mm-hmm. so sometimes I think, oh, can't we just tell them the gospel without having to do all this hard work? But then I think, you know, with camp, you're getting away from all the distractions mm-hmm. of life. Mm-hmm. But it's so much more than that um, because you've got, you've got that intense community um, which is such a benefit for these kids to hear the gospel presented by these people that really know them and they get to know. Mm. They're having so much fun. Um, they've got time to um, to ask their questions and, and all of those things. But I think the other impact is for the leaders and for the parents because I think leaders in particular, it's such an amazing opportunity to serve, to struggle, to... Um, they have to be godly for, you know, five, six days to give up your time, to pay, you know, to, to be a volunteer, but to pay to go on these camps. I think it's amazing. Mm. I think it's all of, I think it's so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. It was interesting, Gary, you mentioned uh, earlier that you, your friends invited you. And, and I'm not sure what the, you know, we're, we're obviously got stuff on the website and we hand out brochures, but, but often the catalyst mm. to get a kid to the camp is just somebody making a simple invitation, you know, a kid making a, a simple invitation to, to another kid because, you know, they've had a great experience and, uh, and they want to share it with their friends. And we find that yeah. that's, you know, one of the best forms of being able to get the word out. Well, and it's a pretty attractive thing typically, isn't it? Whether it's mm. a, you know, specific example you gave before the cricket camp or whatever's the interest. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think even for adults, that's the same too. You know, to invite mm. a non-Christian friend along to a weekend away with your church, uh, you know, the thought of being together with a group of people who are friendly and engaging with you gives you great opportunities that that person may be more happy to receive rather than necessarily turning, turning up to the church service on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah, um, no, absolutely. Yeah. Now, when it comes to our camps, it's all well and good, Gary. It's all well and good for me to sit here and, you know, rabbit on as I could, as you know, because you know me well, uh, for ages about our grants. But really, crew are, are the organisation that we look up to in terms of Christian camping. You, know, you guys are, are leading the way. Um, so just to give us a bit of an insight as to, you know, what's just really been happening in your patch recently in terms of your development stuff like that. it's really exciting stuff yeah well i mean we we're very thankful that we've been able to focus very clearly on camps as a as a mechanism for reaching kids mm. uh and as a way of training young adult leaders uh and so that's been great we see about fifteen thousand kids a year going on camp with us mm. and it's it's just so exciting uh we've actually invested a lot in just upgrading one of our campsites of lake macquarie and just finished that work last week so we're hoping that we'll be seeing kids coming back on camp soon 
uh, once once COVID things are uh, are a bit more under control, uh, and we're in a place to see that happen. But, but I've got to say, we're we're convinced it is just a valuable place to invest resources mm. because mm. of the depth of opportunities. And I think I think you find there's a lot of mistrust about uh, the Christian message at different times. But when people spend time together like that, they break down that you know those barriers, mm. and you see trust developing. And, yeah. and that's happening, you know, not with us. It's happening with lots of camping organisations right across the country. Mm-hmm. And there's a great fellowship amongst those who are involved in that sector. It's really yeah, good. Indeed. And those preconceived ideas that kids might have of, you know, who Jesus is, who, who you know, what a Christian looks like, how they behave, what sort of, you know, yeah. um, you know, it, it all starts to yeah. kind of get reformed, you know, yeah. get re- reshaped. Yeah. It's always struck me when, when, um, Paul writes to the Thessalonians and said, we love you so much. We shared with yeah. you not only the gospel, but our lives as well. Yeah. But you see a <laughs> microcosm of that happening on camp. You know, you're yeah. in the same place, having you're seeing each other first thing in the morning. You're seeing each other late in the day. You're playing sport, to, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. that relationship piece that's taking place. Mm-hmm. And, and you see lifelong, lifelong things happen as a result of that. Oh, without a doubt. We've got uh, one of the stories that I was thinking of when I was thinking about this topic is um, there's a girl that I, a woman that I know over here, she's in full-time Christian ministry, married to a minister. She's in her 40s now. She became a Christian on a crew camp and had no church that she could go to because her parents um, didn't want her to go to church. So camp was her, that's how she became a Christian. And then that was what has formed her um, going to camp each year, seeing those same groups, that same group of people, um, was amazing for her. Yeah, yeah. It was her, it was her church. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the, I think the challenge for us always is how we follow up people after camp yes. to get them involved yes. into churches because mm-hmm. we want them to be meeting regularly with other Christians, um, to be growing in that setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we've got to, we've got to keep working on that and keep working out how we can address that. You know, with mm. privacy rules in mind and and all those other mm. pieces. Mm. But I, th- I think one of the one of the ways in which we've uh, you know it's, you know our volunteers is if they can you know bring kids from their own local community, and then yeah. they go back to their own local community. You know, the the nat- the, the connections there are yeah. natural, you know, and, and sustainable. Um, so, you know, that's always uh, you know what we're looking for a strategy. We we aren't blessed with a campsite, Gary. Um, we see new, the all of New South Wales as our campsite, whether it be a shearing shed or a, or a state forest or you know, a campsite, uh, you know. Um, but uh, I think that in that space, you know, with the, with the volunteers we've got involved, it's really about, you know, those ongoing relationships, you know, post the camp, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is critically important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sherry, you oh, raised yeah. something. Yeah, sorry. I was just going to say, you raised something before about, you know, it's hard work organising a camp. Mm. I reckon for many, they say it's just not worth it. It's just not worth the effort. Yep. Yeah. Um, is it worth the effort? And if so, why? Yeah, I think it really is. I think, I, I think we've got a golden opportunity because I think people want their kids looked after in the holidays. Kids want to be having fun. We can offer them fun and we can offer them um, babysitting if that's what they're after. But it's so much more than that for us. We can offer these kids love you know we've had we've had kids come on camp who you know whose families are in devastation and we can Mm. show these kids genuine love and kindness and care they meet new friends 
They make amazing friendships. And when they're Christian kids meeting other Christian kids or non-Christian kids encountering Christian kids, it's it's irreplaceable. We had um, a camp recently where uh, one of the guys came on camp and he said, I don't believe it. These guys, like even the cool kids are being kind. Yeah. You know, they, they couldn't believe the kindness. And I think as you said before, Gary, it's that trust. I think it was you that said it's a trust that you can then establish means you've got that right to share the gospel. Yeah. And I think when you see kids' lives changed, I think, as I said before, it's bang for your buck. I think camp, it, you know, schools do non-Christian camps. They know the value of getting their kids together. Yeah. And yeah, it's hard. Yeah. But I think gospel service is hard. You know, if you actually want to, to follow Christ, he says, take up your cross and follow me. Mm -hmm. And it's not that hard. You know, it's not as hard as taking up a cross. It's just time consuming and encouraging people to, um, to have that passion and to, mm -hmm. to give up their time to come. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And it's busy, but totally worth it. But even just from a leader's point of view, you know, the richness of relationships that develop oh, when they link arms together, yep. you know, get yep. in the trenches with each other and then they That's see right. lives changed by the gospel, then they're the stories that they're carrying. You know, it's not just a one-way street, is it? You know, That's they're, right. they're encouraged in their own faith. And so, you know, we're always in leadership, we're always encouraging people to say, look, you know, you know, to get involved. Yes, it's going to take yeah. work. Yes, it's going to take some time. Yeah. However, you know, over the years that I've been involved and might have been given my annual leave away, um, I'm thinking, well, yeah. I'm, actually, I'm actually getting, you know, more out of this than if I was, you know, just doing nothing or, you know, do, doing something else. Yeah. So, you know. We've, we've got a camp coming up in a couple of weeks, um, well, in a few weeks, and two of our leaders are full-time workers and both of them say, so they're giving up, you know, one of their four weeks and both of them say, it is the best mm. week mm. of my year mm. because, yes, I'm giving up my leave, but I am refreshed by the spirit, you know, by that fellowship with other leaders, but also the joy of seeing kids hearing about Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Better than a holiday. Better than Bali. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Better than Bali. That might be another, that might be another tattoo, Gary. Oh, I'll tell you what. I'll add it to my collection. For West Australians, nothing's better than Bali. <laughs> And we've talked about for camps for kids. What about for adults, though? Do camps still work for adults? Well, that's a great question. You know, we don't yeah. have... Uh, um, what, what, uh, are, you, are you running many adult camps, mate? You know, what are you finding? Well, we, we don't, um, yeah. but we host lots of churches who do. Uh -huh. and, I, and I think, yeah. again, that notion... I mean, you know, with your Bible study group, the thought of getting away with, you know, six other couples, seven other couples, and having time away together in something like that, Mm. And I think, you know, I think what we've seen in campsites too, I mean, campsites today aren't what they were mm. 30, 40 years ago. Um, far better developed, far better food. That's always close to my heart. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, so I think that, that time, you know, you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't want to run your church service in a place where there's so much noise going on that people can't hear you. And I think that's what happens so often. Whereas getting away on camp, you're cutting down the background noise mm, of mm. the buzz of everything else that's going on in life yep. and can spend some time together. Mm. And so, yeah. again, I reckon even inviting your, your non-Christian adult friends along to a time away with other Christians 
you know, Sam Chan talks about, you know, great thing in evangelism is introducing your Christian friends to your non-Christian friends mm, you know, yeah, and having that yeah. contact. Well, what a great way to do it by having a weekend away together. Yeah, yeah. Maybe sure after the COVID thing, it's going to be the real way of reconnecting that, yeah. that our churches are crying out for at the moment. And then you've got your perfect follow-up because it's your church. So then mm. you've got, yeah, you can follow each other up quite easily after that. Yeah, and we don't tend to have uh, have family camps or adult camps. I know that uh, our brothers and our brothers and sisters in SU and other states do. Um, we don't t- tend to. We sort of as soon as they get into adult age, age uh, Gary, they're they're leading. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's that's kind of how it tends to work. But and but this, still, yeah, that's a real encouragement too, isn't it? When you get a leadership team together that might have people from you know eighteen to you know perhaps eighty almost. You know, we've got, you know, some great volunteers who are in their, uh, you know, mid-60s, 70s, coming along, still leading on camp. The fellowship they share with the young ones is terrific, isn't it? It's yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely lots, brilliant. Lots of yeah. opportunities there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yep. absolutely. Well, it's we been talk far... for hours about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been far too long now since I've had a chat to... Uh... Well, I've never chatted to you before, Sherry, but uh, since no. looking at you, Gary, but uh, I've really I enjoyed it. I think maybe we should have a weekend away. Well, <laughs> why not? In, in, in Gary's new campsite. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> or otherwise, then you and I can fly across the Perth. I'll let us in, won't they? Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Shouldn't be a problem at all. <laughs> Shouldn't be Great a problem. <laughs> Great to talk with you guys. Really good to, to, to catch up with you. God bless you both.